0: Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host, for Nick's Nerd. What up, what up, what up, what up? How was your Halloween, yo? You guys have a good Halloween? I had a banging Halloween. I was the dude... Everybody loved my costume. Literally, everyone loved my costume. It was a banger. It was a banger. Killed it at work. Didn't win the contest, but you know that that's okay. That's okay. Um, well, you guys, you guys have a good one. You have some good costumes and stuff. I hope. I hope so. I don't want you guys missing out on a on a good day. But uh, with Halloween, that <laughs> that also means it's November. We are six days away from God of War Ragnarok. Uh, about two weeks away from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Call of Duty is out. I have played it. I have beaten the campaign. Amazingly. Um, but no, how 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 are you guys doing? You guys having a good time? You having a good good day? You know, welcome to Nixner News. Uh, a little late to that, but hey, I'm here. Welcome Nixoner News. It's me, your host Nick. Obviously, I mean, I think you would know my voice by now. Um, yeah, yeah. How about that? You guys, uh, you guys, check out the Discord yet? The Discord that I <laughs> barely use myself. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better at it. Uh, you guys been to the website? You guys, uh, you guys been uh, listening on other places? I, uh, you do you though, right? You do you. Um, no, that's that's good, bro. That's that's good. I hope I uh, hope you guys are doing good though. What else is going on? Anything? Anything new? Anything new with you? Cool, cool. Glad you guys can make it. Anyway, let's just jump right into it. Uh, like I said, it is November second. Yeah, it's November. <laughs> As the year goes by quicker and quicker and quicker, this is episode. Two hundred thirty four. Let's get right into it, shall we? So, let's talk about video games. I'm going to go right into Call of Duty. Um, Modern Warfare 2 is fun. The campaign, um, it's short. It's very experimental in terms of COD. Uh, but it's brutal. On Veteran, it took me quite a while. Uh, it is, But like I said, it's a very short campaign. I'm, I'm shocked that I was able to beat it over the weekend, um, especially on veteran. There's a lot of cool levels though. Uh, there's there's a whole level where you get behind the wheel. First off, you start off on a helicopter uh, and then you're hanging from the helicopter on a rope. Then you have to hijack a vehicle and then you have to jump from vehicle to vehicle as as it gets more damage uh, until you catch up ultimately to your, your goal. You're chasing a Um, Another vehicle that that has one of the kidnapped main characters. Um, There's a lot of cool stuff with the cartel and things like that. Uh, Also, it's not Modern Warfare 2 without a betrayal. (laughs) Um, No Russian is back, in a way. Um, You'll see. So, there's definitely going to be a Modern Warfare 3, I can tell you that. Uh, because it it kind of is leaves you open ended um also because of how well the the game sold it sold eight hundred million dollars after three days, which is the fastest selling call of duty ever um which not an easy thing to do obviously uh it, it's but like i said it's it's fun uh short campaign though uh, other experimental things like there's an, a whole level where you rappel down a wall which I think was in Call of Duty: Ghosts as well, um, but not to this extent. Um, then uh, the AC-130 level is fun. There's uh, short missions. There's long missions. It's it's all over the place, but in a good way. Um, there's a there's a level where you have to take on a tank by yourself, like it it without <laughs> without guns really. Uh, I mean, you have guns, but without like heavy weapons. Um, it's it's fun, it's hard, it's challenging, but it's good. Multiplayer, on the other hand, is quick, it's fast, it's fun, it's um but but there it feels a, a bit bloated in other ways. Um I, I I haven't really gotten into the whole gunsmith thing that they've added now that they've changed up with with the weapons and everything like that. I am hoping to get into that soon. I just unlocked it. I haven't been able to go back into multiplayer just yet, um, but I'm, I'm excited. Uh, speaking of multiplayer, there's two maps causing controversy uh, before Hardcore Mode even launches next month. And uh, one map that was in the beta that isn't in the game is the Getty Museum. Uh, Barstool pushed this narrative that it has to do with a law in California that doesn't allow portrayals of violence in public spaces but I call bullshit on that because they fucking film movies here all the time Um, I don't know where they got that idea from there's no law on the books for that Uh, but or that maybe they didn't get permission which again I don't think that you necessarily need to especially if you say it's a different thing in a different place Um, and technically it's fiction um, and then, but most of the community thinks it's because it's too big of a fucking map for 6v6. Uh, and it, it doesn't have great l- lanes and things like that. And I, I think it more has to do with complaints from the community than anything. Um, another map causing controversy controversy, uh, is the Amsterdam map. Uh, both the campaign mission and the, the hotel uh, that set there in multiplayer... Uh, the hotel itself actually is is upset. Um, they don't condone violence and stuff like that and, and like I, I think they're kind of shit out of luck on that because um, again it's a video game and I don't think they have control over that per se. Um, I guess uh, this is per de de, de Volkskrant which is, I guess, their newspaper. Uh, PC Gamer translated it. And uh, the Conservatorium Hotel in Amsterdam said that, quote, We have taken note of the fact that con- the Conservatorium Hotel is undesirably the scene of the new Call of Duty. More generally, we don't support games that seem to encourage the use of violence. The game in no way reflects our core values, and we regret our apparent and unwanted involvement. Uh, unquote. Um, I, it's a video game? And going down that road where it pushes violence or, you know, supports violence. Like, no, get out of here with that bullshit. Like, that's an old, tired thing. It, like, just get over it, right? You're in a video game. I get it. Maybe it, it, it crosses some line, but at the end of the day, it's not hurting you. It's bringing you more business. Because people are going to be like, oh, hey, look, um, that was in Call of Duty. And, you know, like, it's uh, it's a thing. It's, just, it's fine. And they're not, like, portraying your property in a bad light. Like, you're fighting terrorists trying to save the world technically. No, that's a stretch, too. Don't get me wrong. But I just, I think it's a silly complaint. It really is. Um, so how about this? Moving over to PlayStation here. PlayStation has lost nearly 2 million subscribers on PlayStation Plus since it was relaunched in June. Um, Per their latest financial report, their multi-tiered PlayStation Plus subscription went from 47.3 million at the end of June to 45.4 million in the three months up to the end of September. So it's about a 4% decrease. Um, while they also noted that the subscriber count is higher on PS5, which apparently they've sold 25 million of, and everyone's still trying to figure out who these 25 million people are. Um, (laughs) uh, but the active number of users on PlayStation network also dropped by a million people. Um, I guess it was on the digital side, but like I said, they sold 25 million units, uh, 25 million actual PS5s, and uh, they've also produced about 6.5 million new PS5s in the three months leading up to the end of September. So, it's interesting to see what's going on there and why they're losing people when they should have been growing from that... Um, from that change, it's interesting. Well, it will be interesting to watch and see what happens with that. Um, the Callisto Protocol, which is the upcoming game from uh, Player Unknown's Player Unknown, sorry, not it's not Player Unknown's Battlegrounds because it's not them. Uh, but um, where is this? Uh, it was canceled in Japan over a ratings dispute. So uh, allegedly. Um, Striking Distance Studios and the Japanese Japanese ratings board uh, Striking Distance is the essentially the official developer I think player known as the publisher um, that the current version of Callisto Protocol because of how gory and violent it is um, it is unable to pass Japan's computer entertainment ratings organization in current form um, and they said they can't change it because it would alter its vision so, because of that, they've decided to just cancel it. Uh, the Callisto Protocol tweeted out officially, quote, The Callisto Protocol's Japanese version has been discontinued. At present, it cannot pass the CERO rating. Striking... Di- uh, unquote. Uh, I guess that was it. Um, yeah, it's in Japanese, so I can't read Japanese. Kanji. Right? No. No. I don't know. I think we am on there. Anyway, uh, if you're in Japan, don't expect to play the Callisto Protocol. Uh, Sonic Prime, the new Sonic show, drops on Netflix on December 15th, if you're looking to watch that. Uh, EA has said that it will ditch physical games in parts of Europe. Um, wait. EA denies claims. I read that wrong. Completely wrong. Uh, <laughs> um, while they did say... they, This is what EA said officially. Quote, We have not stopped physical distribution of our games in Germany, Austria, or Switzerland, and players will continue to be able to buy our games from retailers across the region. Recent reports stating otherwise are an inaccurate reflection of disclosures made in EA Germany's statutory financial statements. Quote, unquote. Um, I guess... The reason for this was Electronics Arts, GmbH, uh, noted in a report that said, quote, the ongoing shift from physical goods to digital downloads continues to have a negative impact on sales development. Revenue from digital downloads is not processed through AA, but through an affiliate. Um, But apparently this is not entirely true. Um, I... They also said, I guess, quote, no longer generate any sales from packaged goods, quote-unquote. Oh, so I think it's just a bit of misinformation, misreading. So if you live in Germany, Austria, or Switzerland, you will be able to buy physical EA games. Uh, EA has also promised that a major game is still on track to be released before April of 2023. A lot of people think that this means it is... Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um what else is going on? Phil Spencer was on a roll uh lately. Um he was speaking at Wall Street Journal last week, then he was a little more candid uh with some other things. Um again, this was all from different events in the last week. Uh he was first speaking to Tom Warren of The Verge at Wall Street Journal's live event uh, where he essentially said, you know, hardware and sub- or subscription prices will have to go up at some point. Uh, quote, essentially this is his exact quote, quote, I do think at some point we'll have to raise the prices on certain things. But going into this holiday, we thought it was important to maintain the prices. We've held price on our console, we've held price on games and our subscription. I don't think we'll be able to do that forever. I do think at some point we'll have to raise some prices on certain things, quote-unquote. Does this mean it's going to happen January 1st? No. Okay, no. That's that's not how it's going to work. Um, but we did learn in the wake of that, that, you know, they actually are losing between $100 and $200 on every Xbox sold. Which is high for a console. Um, most companies take a loss on a console until about... The second or third year, PlayStation Five is making a profit for Sony now, actually. But um, Phil was speaking to CNBC and again at Wall Street Journal Live, uh, and he did say that, or was it? He uh, was talking about raising prices, but apparently um, they lose one hundred to two hundred per console. Uh, especially since the Series X sells for 500 and the Series S retails for 300, but I guess with them buying controllers, headsets, games, subscription services, things like that, uh, they're, they feel it's justified to take such a large hit because they're making up that difference elsewhere. Which I, I get. That makes sense if they feel it's justified. So long term, though, they can't obviously, but. There's a lot of shit going on in terms of supply chain and all the inflation and other things. So it makes more sense. Um, let me see. Uh, then he also clarified in the ever-ongoing war over Call of Duty, of all things, uh, he did clarify that Call of Duty will be on PlayStation as long as there's PlayStation. I, I don't understand... Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, he said if the if the, the the can't talk tonight. If the Activision merger goes through, uh, he did say on the same Brain YouTube channel quote We're not taking Call of Duty from PlayStation. That's not our intent. Our intent is not to do that. And as long as there's PlayStation out there to ship to, our intent is that we'll continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation, similar to what we've done with Minecraft since we owned that. Um, "Quote unquote," um, he went on to say. How you know they've my, Minecraft has actually gone to more places since they took it over. Uh, they've also reiterated multiple times that if they took PlayStation off off of Call of Duty, if they took PlayStation off Call of Duty, if they took Call of Duty off of PlayStation, it wouldn't be financially viable. And, and it, it, it even had one of its biggest launches on PSN. So uh, it, it it it's asinine to me. Granted, this is all Jim Ryan over at Sony and PlayStation, who just he just I, I think he's really afraid that they're going to lose Call of Duty, which is weird because they have their own franchises that they could resurrect and and be just as good if not better than Call of Duty. I'm, I'm not saying they can't. Um, they they can. Uh, there's always a possibility that the game wouldn't be good. Don't get me wrong, but Call of Duty, yes, it is a juggernaut. But is it the system seller it used to be is the big question. Um, but apparently Sony sees Call of Duty as more important than Activision does. <laughs> well, no, that's a lie because even in Modern Warfare 2, it feels like every studio Activision owns had a, a hand in Modern Warfare 2. Um, we finally got announcements for what... Our games with gold with games with gold will be for the month of November. Uh, it will be Praetorians HD and Dead End Job. Um, Marvel has signed a three-year deal with EA uh, based off the success EA did with st- success in air quotes with Star Wars. Uh, they have decided to sign a three-game deal with. I don't know why I said three-year. A three-game deal with EA. Uh, there's a new. Uh, there's a new trailer for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, it's live action. It features Ben Stiller dressed as Kratos, LeBron James, and John Travolta. And it's almost like a parent-kid co- counseling session. Uh, LeBron and Brawny are in it, his son. Uh, John Travolta and his one of his daughters. And uh, Ben Stiller, and who I'm assuming is his son. Or an actor, I'm not sure. No, it is his real son, but it, it, it's just funny. Um, it's a great way to talk talk about you know uh, uh, father and child dynamics. Um, ben Stiller said something about it. it's like it the it plays out in every di- parent dynamic. <laughs> dynamic, um, and Kratos is a great model for how to handle it, and it's it's funny. It's it's actually really funny. Um. Remedy has given us an update on its future games, including a Control spinoff, as well as Alan Wake 2, Um, and they're still a ways off, uh, they've said. Um, Through a recent business release, they did say that, quote, uh, Alan Wake 2 is in the full production stage, it is still on track for next year. Uh, They also said, quote, game is coming together on all fronts. But there's a lot of work left to do, quote-unquote. There are two control projects in the works as well. Um, One is a four-player co-op, PvE title. uh, And the other is still in the proof-of-concept stage, so they're still figuring out what that's going to be. But, as of right now, Alan Wake 2 is the only game set to be released soon. But more than likely, not until late 2023. Uh, If I had any guess. If not early 2024. Um, Overwatch 2 has lost another hero due to bugs. Which uh, if you're building a game off the first one. How are there bugs? If uh, (sighs) they've dropped the ball big time on Overwatch 2. I, I don't understand how. But then again I remember that report from like last year. The year before about how. They didn't think of Overwatch 2 was ever actually going to come out. Like, I didn't know if things were being rushed. Blizzard didn't know what the the hell was going on or what they were doing. Or if they were going to get turned into a Call of Duty support studio. It it, it was just a clusterfuck all around, is what it was. Um, It'll be interesting to see, though, how they recover, how they fix things, uh, and go from there. Um... Today, we also learned that the PSVR 2 finally has a price and a release date. And I don't think you're going to like the sound of what the price is going to be. Uh, It will be $550. Pre-orders start later this month. And it will release on February 22nd. Yes, PSVR 2 costs more than a PlayStation 5. So if you're hoping to get a PlayStation 5 and a PSVR 2 at the same time sometime next year you're going to be looking out to shell out over a thousand dollars at the time which to me is ridiculous it is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard I and and I thought the, the from my understanding the PSVR1 didn't sell well how is the PSVR2 going to sell at that price point can it compete with other VR headsets at that price point? And that's the big question. Yes, I know you don't need a very cost prohibitive PC to use it because you could use a PlayStation Five. But again, PlayStation Fives aren't easy to come by. Still, apparently, despite them selling twenty five million, um, and, and PSVR two is not going to have a whole lot of the game a whole lot of games out the gate. But Uh, But it will be interesting to see how it sells sometime next year. Uh, And then our last gaming story today will be an Activision Blizzard story. What else is new? (laughs) And uh, the company has asked the National Labor Relations Board to postpone an upcoming vote in regards to... um, That's supposed to take place on November 18th in regards to unionization. Um, they have filed a motion to impound ballots with the national labor relations board, uh, because, um, I guess the out blizzard Albany QA, the QA team wanted to become its own bargaining unit. Uh, the argument is that these votes have been publicized and it could affect a, the vote later. um, Activision Blizzard said, quote, we we deeply respect our employees' right to choose whether to be represented by a union and to make an informed decision for themselves in a process where every voice is heard. Given the significant impact this decision could have for everyone on the Albany-based Diablo team and the tight integration of our operations there, we believe strongly that each of the 107 eligible employees deserve to have their votes counted, not just the 18 quality assurance testers who are important employees, but make up a small fraction of the team. The CWA then followed up with, quote, Sadly, it's no surprise that a company that has repeatedly tried to silence employees, including by hiding reports of sexual violence, would want to muzzle workers' voices once again by trying to stop them from voting in a union election. They added, instead of saying, quote, instead of saying neutral, Activision's management continues to present the same failing arguments in a desperate attempt to interfere with workers' legal rights to make their own decisions about forming a union and negotiating a collective bargaining agreement, unquote. Uh, the CWA is... Well, I'm looking for what that stands for. I Obviously, Activision Blizzard wants the vote to lose because only the Equality Assurance team wants to unionize, and they're trying to get the whole uh, studio to vote. Um, what is the CWA? Why am I missing this? I think that has to do with the group that's voting. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm missing that name. Anyway, um, I think CWA is the the group that already unionized over at Raven Software. Anyway, that's what's going on. And we'll see what happens. Uh, that is it for video game news. Let's talk about TV, shall we? So, we have talked a lot about recent cancellations, removal from streaming, things like this, all in regards to uh, animation. Um, and, you know, Warner Brothers Discovery recently laid off 125 people, which essentially killed Cartoon Network. Um, it, it it It's... It's caused a bit of a stir in the industry and a lot of people are scared, a lot of creators are scared, they're worried about what it means for the future of the industry Um, and and of course they're they're right to do so. Um, Do I think it will rebound from this? I hope so. I, I honestly, I don't know because a lot of this stuff is starting to trend that way with other streaming services as well. So we'll keep an eye on that and watch it as things progress. Uh, Disney Plus has announced a few new uh, things regarding Marvel shows at Disney. Uh, Paul Bettany will return as the White Vision in a new show entitled Vision Quest that will focus on Vision. Um, Yahya Abdul-Mateen has jumped from D.C., to Marvel to star as Simon Williams' Wonder Man uh, on Disney+, Plus, which makes me think that his Black Manta character dies in Aquaman 2, which sucks, because I really like Black Manta. He's one of my favorite villains. Um, and then we've also learned that Aubrey Plaza will be joining the Agatha Coven of Chaos show in a villainous role. I think that is the most perfect casting Marvel has ever done by adding Aubrey Plaza and if she she needs to bring those April vibes from uh, Parks and Rec and it will be perfect. Um, One Punch man is getting a season three. Saitama is back. Um, let's go let's see here. The Last of Us TV show on HBO will premiere January 15th, so a lot sooner than expected. Uh, Some DC news, DC TV news, I should say. Stargirl has been canceled at the CW uh, after season three. Uh, Christina Migliotti has joined the Penguin show as Sofia Falcone, which I think is a great casting as well. Um, I think that's it for that. Henry Cavill will no longer be playing Geralt of Rivia in Netflix's The Witcher. This is major news, and it mostly boils down to a few things. Uh, For one, Henry Cavill is on record multiple times saying he is in it for Witcher's long-haul seven-season plan. He supports the Witcher wholeheartedly. He loves playing Geralt. Uh, He said even with playing Superman, it would never get in the way of playing Geralt. Well, in recent weeks, we've learned that the writers and producers on the Witcher program have an open disdain for the source material as well as the games. So it, it makes sense. He probably didn't want to fight with them anymore. He probably was exhausted in it, trying to defend a property he loves, trying to be a character he loves and cares about. And these people that should be caring about it as well, since, you know, they're writing a show about it... Uh, Sounds like they drove him away. Obviously, this is all speculation, right? And and a lot of people are going to go jump on this side and not the, oh, he's too busy for Superman. Because obviously, you know, nothing has been announced in regards to Superman 2 or Man of Steel 2 or anything like that. But, you know, what can you do? What can you do? Uh, Liam's Hem- Liam Hemsworth will be taking over the role uh, when season four begins production sometime in the future uh, and then this just actually came just a few hours ago uh, the Sandman has been renewed by Netflix a show that many people uh, very much enjoyed and a show that did I finish it I think I finished it yeah I finished it um, a show that that a lot of people you know, We're hoping to get a second season. We weren't sure if they would. Netflix has greenlit it, so it will be getting a second season. Uh, And then before we move on to what's coming in streaming, I wanted to talk about Andor, today's Andor. Uh, Really good episode. Uh, I like how we're, like, the plot's moving forward, but at a a good slow pace. Uh, There's three episodes left in season one. Remember, this is, I think it's all over one year. This season, uh, and then season two will be several years uh, over the course of it. Um, it is a interesting episode. It it lays heavy on the notion that the empire is a sa- sadistic, Nazi like. Uh, I mean, they were based on the Nazis institution. The vileness, the evilness, the the they will do anything. To get their way, um, it it <laughs> it is an empire we are not used to seeing, uh, and not one that we they kind of advertised either with Andor because they they were saying that you know it would be uh, bumbling fools right. We're used to stormtroopers that uh, that can't um, that can't hit a target things like this. It is. Whew, it is good. Uh, one of the characters, Cyril Karn, turning into a really friggin' psychopath. Uh, Dedra, the, the Imperial ISB officer, great character. Sadistic, though. Um, more of, of Cassian becoming more and more of a rebel every day, especially now that he's in prison. Andy Circus's character is great. Uh, we see more of the... How the Empire and its institutions are crumbling in a speech Bon Mothma gives in the Imperial Senate. It it is. I'm very excited for this sh- I am very excited. The show's out. I am loving this show more every episode. And and I said this earlier and, and it, it rings true every week. It it definitely feels more like an HBO drama. ...than what you would expect from a Star Wars show. And that that's a breath of fresh air. It really is. And... It's, it's the fact that it's it's got low viewership... Is, ...is wild to me because it's such a good show. It is such a good show. I... Man, I... I it sucks we're only getting two seasons. But I get it, right? Um, and I think season two is going to come sooner rather than later... Because I think they've already filmed it, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, excuse me, I'm, I'm mistaken. They are going to supposed to start filming Season 2 now. It should wrap filming sometime next year. And then the show... The, the, hold on. The post-production should last a while. So we probably won't see um, Season 2 for quite a while. Which I could have sworn... They said they were filming already. I, I'm very much mistaken, I guess. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, I'm very much enjoying it, though. Uh, it sucks that we gotta wait like two years for show for se- second seasons of shows now. But that goes into heavy effects shows and shows with high production value. It makes sense. Unfortunate, but it makes sense. Anyway, let's move on to what's coming to streaming this month. Uh, just in terms of Netflix and Disney Plus, this time. Uh, all three seasons of Key and Peel will be coming to Netflix. Uh, Training Day, the blockbuster comedy series starring Melissa Famero and Ray Park. Ray Park? No. No. No, 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 no. Not Ray Park. Why did I think Ray Park? Randall Park. I knew it started with an R. Um, Manifest Season 4, Part 1. The Cuphead Show, Part 3. And, of course, the Wednesday Addams series. Uh, Over on Disney+, Plus, we'll have the last three episodes of Andor. uh, The Mighty Ducks Season 2. The She-Hulk Assembled Making of Documentary. Zootopia Plus Shorts will premiere. uh, The Santa Clauses will have a two-episode premiere later in the month. Best in Show, a great Christopher Guest movie. uh, Disenchanted, the sequel to Enchanted. And, of course, the premiere of The Willow Show, starring um, Warwick Davis. Anyway, let's head on over to Hollywood and see what's going on over there. Joel McHale was recently interviewed, and he was talking about the upcoming community film, which he will return to play Jeff Winger in. Um... He told fans, I don't know how serious he was being, but he told the rap, he says, quote, You know that I'm sarcastic about literally fucking everything, but there will be tears. We did that table read during the pandemic, and I cried like a baby afterwards, and I'm not joking, quote-unquote. So that means the movie was written a while ago, and it finally got greenlit. Um, Oh, I'm so happy that it's finally happening. Um... I guess Peacock is the one paying for it. Uh, he went on to say, quote, we announced it. Peacock is paying for it. Thank you, Peacock. So, yeah, it's happening, and everybody's back. Um, everyone thinks that what I say is joking, but it is like being with. It really is like a family reunion without a-holes. Um, of course, Chevy Ch- Chevy Chase will not be back, but Mikhail, Danny Putty, Allison Bree, Jillian Jacobs, Jim Rash, and Ken Jong." Jo- um I hope John Oliver's back as well. Um, we'll see what happens, though, ultimately when the Peacock movie premieres on Peacock sometime in 2023. Um, William Jackson Harper of The Good Place has joined Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. A lot of people think he may be playing Reed Richards. Uh, it is a mysterious. Mis- Mystery role. Uh, Some rumors are pointing that it might be a pivotal role. We do not know yet. Um, I don't know how he can join Ant-Man and the Wasp now when the movie comes out in like three months. Just saying. Or maybe they're announcing him finally. Jeff Goldblum will... uh, Yes, Jeff Goldblum will be uh, playing the wizard. You know, the Wizard of Oz. It's my terrible Jeff Goldblum impression. Uh, we'll be playing The Wizard of Oz in the film adaptation of the stage play Wicked based on the book Wicked, which tells the story of the Wicked Witch of the West and Glinda the Good Witch. Uh, James Gunn has been a lot more open about taking over the top DC spot. Uh, he spoke in an interview, saying that uh, Kevin Feige was actually the first person he told um, and then John Cena of all people um, and he was talking uh, in a tweet talking about it um, he and and he also said like you know DC and Marvel aren't different right their their goal is to their goal quote keeping theater going experience vibrant and alive unquote. Um, despite being competitors. He just wants to reiterate how much fun he's having um, and how much fun he has planned for everything. Henry Cavill even went on to say he can't wait. Uh, He says, quote, I cannot wait to have a long conversation with him in regards to the future of Superman, DC, things like that. Um, I guess he was promoting Enola Holmes, too. He says he hasn't met him yet. He said, quote, I'm looking very forward to meeting him. He's clearly a very, very talented man, and I cannot wait to sit down and have a long, long conversations with him. I'm very excited about him being there and very excited about any future opportunities we can work together, unquote. Obviously, this is right off the heels of him returning as Superman. Uh, He also went on to say, uh, quote, a powerful moment when you put the suit back on. Um, and why he chose the Man of Steel costume for his Black Adam cameo. Uh, he went on to say, quote, It was a very powerful moment for me. I wasn't sure how I would feel, whether it would be something very emotionally connective, because I put on the Man of Steel suit back on. I chose that one in particular because of the nostalgia attached to the suit. It was important for me to be standing there and, enjo- and enjoying that moment. That is one of the top moments in my career. It feels great to have the opportunity to wear it again. Uh, The character means so much to me. It's been five years now. I never gave up hope. It's amazing to be here now talking about it again. There's such a bright future ahead for the character. I'm so excited to tell a story with an enormously joyful Superman. Quote unquote. So we'll see where it goes from here. Um, Venom 3 has a director. Kelly Marcel. uh, Who actually wrote the first two films. And I think... She also wrote um let me see, let me pull up her resume. Uh, so Kelly Marcel is the screenplay writer for Venom. She also wrote Saving Mr. Banks. Ew, Fifty Shades of Grey. Cruella. Okay. Anyway, not uh not really feeling it here. She's been in some movies, too. Look at that. But, um, interesting. Yeah, she wrote the script for Saving Mr. Banks, wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, wrote Venom, did the story for Cruella, which, yeah, wrote Venom 2, and now will write and direct and produce Venom 3. Still haven't watched the first two. Uh, Black Adam has won another weekend and has now crossed, as of last, as of Sunday, crossed the $250 million global mark. Obviously, that continues to rise. We'll see if it wins a third weekend uh, this weekend as I don't think anything's coming out. Unfortunately, I don't think it will get a fourth weekend because next weekend, the fourth weekend of Black Adam ...would actually be Black Panther Wakanda Forever... ...and I don't think Black Adam is going to unseat that juggernaut of a franchise. Um, We also have a new director for the Your Name anime live-action remake... ...who will be Carlos Lopez Estrada. Uh, Shazam 2 has wrapped production uh, per the director... ...and that uh, movie comes out in March... Uh, Peter Pan horror may be on the way from the creator of the Winnie the Pooh horror film, which is coming to theaters soon. I don't know how you do a Peter Pan horror movie. Unless you make him like a kid. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. Um, and then we also got a new trailer today for Avatar Way of the Water, showing off the new creatures that Jake Sully will be interacting with under the waves of Pandora. Uh, we also got to see more... Of his children with uh, Zoe Saldana's character, who Neytiri? was that her name? I don't know. I like. I'm not like. I'll go watch the movie, but at the end of the day, I am not like itching to see Avatar two. And then our final bit of news here, uh, as Vince Vaughn kind of enters the limelight again. Uh, is apparently there is a sequel script written for Dodgeball. Uh, they're just waiting on Ben Stiller. Uh, speaking with ComicBook.com, Justin Long said, "Quote: uh, Vince had been telling me that he has this great idea for a sequel. I hope that it ends up happening, but I think Ben is a little, what he told me on that podcast, but that he's a little trepidatious about doing a sequel to something so beloved Something that people enjoy so much that it's very risky. You don't want to shit on the original. You want something just as good. I think he's a little wary of that, of trying to recreate something that was very specific to that time. But I hope he comes around on it. Vince is a very convincing person, so I'm hoping Vince can convince him with this idea. It's a funny idea. I don't want to say what it is. Unquote. Um, I think that is... A genius idea as long as it's done well comedies that have a huge gap between their sequels can be hit or miss yet lately we've had some good ones that have have come out Super Troopers 2 was good um, what was another one recently um, oh yeah a movie I just watched Clerks 3 um, you, you know there, there's other things that Bill and Ted 3 there's movies that that come out later that that don't suck but then for every one of those you can have a um, you can have a dumb and dumber too so you know it's um, it's interesting right how that how that plays out so you have to be you have to be very careful in how that that plays out um, again I am excited for this, if it happens. Now, I can't... Again, it really depends. You could also have a Zoolander 2, which is terrible. So, it's... I hope it happens. That's all I'm going to say, is I hope. I really hope it happens. Because, again, I like the... Dodgeball's a great movie. Great fucking movie. But, we'll see how it comes out in the end, uh, and ultimately if it gets made. But again, we'll see. Uh, That's it for Nixner News this week. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Um, It was episode 234. It is November 2nd. I will see you guys next week. But, as always, make sure to check out nixnernews.com, where you can listen to the show right in your browser. Or, if you prefer, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or iHeartRadio, yeah, iHeartRadio podcast, um, I don't know why I forgot to say that, Audible, Amazon Music, all the good places, uh, also don't forget to check out our Discord, or why don't you check out our social media on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, more active on Instagram more than anything, um, and, uh, post a lot of funny memes all the time, you guys can interact with me there, Discord, all the good places, just search Nick's Nerd News on your preferred social media platform of choice. Uh, With that, thank you guys, and I will catch you on the flip side.